Episode 82, The Most Holy Name of Jesus. Before we begin, just a reminder that you can email episode ideas and questions to catholicdailybrief at gmail.com. Also consider becoming a member this new year at patreon.com slash catholicdailybrief to have access to an extra episode each week and also various other resources, including audiobooks, commentary on the Gospels, and other things throughout the week. And if you're already a member, thank you for your support, and thank you all for listening. So, the most holy name of Jesus in the traditional calendar is celebrated today, January 2nd, though for some reason it's moved to January 3rd in the new calendar as an optional memorial. In any case, what is this feast about? Why do we celebrate this feast of Jesus' holy name? Well, its proximity to Christmas is not a mystery, that God now has a name, a human name, by which we can address him. God revealing his name to Moses in the Old Testament was a big deal because knowing the name of God considered such an amazing thing, indicating a relationship. Of course, not of equals, but it changes the relationship of God from simply being distant and transcendent, which of course he still infinitely transcends us because he is infinite being, but it makes it more of a close relationship, if you want to put it that way. And the name of Jesus even more so because he entered this world, he entered history and has a name. His name, of course, was indicated by the angel Gabriel. And today we celebrate the power of his name and the reverence we should show to his name. For example, well-known verse in Philippians, St. Paul says in Philippians 2, chapter 9, At the name of Jesus every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. See the power of Jesus' name in the Acts of the Apostles a number of times in Acts chapter 3. Peter saying, I have neither silver nor gold, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, rise and walk. So it's the reverence due to his name and the power of his name that we call to mind today. And as a practical matter, it's too bad that it's not as present as it used to be, that whenever the name of Jesus was mentioned in the liturgy, everyone would bow their head slightly. You'd take the cue from the priest doing it. It was actually prescribed in the rubrics of the traditional Latin Mass. It is prescribed in the traditional Latin Mass. And getting in the habit of doing that is very helpful. First, because it reminds you of the reverence due to Jesus' name. And second, it actually makes you, and I speak from experience here, because when I started doing that, bowing my head at the name of Jesus, it actually makes using God's name in vain more hateful to you. You know, people can say all kinds of swear words around me, or I could even be watching a show where they're using all kinds of profanity, but if they use God's name in vain, or insert the name of Jesus, or anything like that within profanity, it makes me cringe, and I almost immediately turn whatever I'm watching or listening to off. This is another example of what I've said a number of times about reverence and virtue. You know, you get into the habit of doing something externally, and by doing that, it actually disposes you internally to a proper spiritual attitude. So if you bow your head, you know, you go to traditional Latin Mass and you see people bowing their head, you see the priest bowing his head numerous times throughout the liturgy, people can kind of st- can kind of laugh at that and say like, oh, look, they're just, you know, doing these actions because they're rigid and they're scrupulous and all that. It's not that at all. It's actually something that builds reverence for the name of Jesus in your mind. And maybe even you just start doing it because you see people doing it and you're not really sure why. But eventually, it becomes a real interior habit because you revere God's name. You humble yourself while using God's name, recognizing 
what a condescension of God it was to come into history and to allow us to address him by his name. So that's something to get into the habit of, is, is bowing your head whenever the name of Jesus is uttered. This is also done for the name of Mary to show honor and reverence to the mother of God. So the two reasons are to remind yourself of the reverence due to God's name and secondly, to actually build the virtuous habit in your speech that you never use God's name in vain and whenever you do use the name of God, you use it in its proper context, usually in prayer or worship. That's what St. Paul meant in Philippians that we read just a minute ago. Every knee should bend whenever the name of Jesus is uttered. Now, our way of doing that practically and more safely is bowing our head rather than genuflecting every time we say Jesus' name. So on this feast, we try and habituate ourselves to that habit of reverence, of revering the name of Jesus and never using it in vain. And secondly, on this feast, as I mentioned, we meditate on the power of Jesus' name. Some examples of that in scripture, Christ saying in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16, In my name they shall take up serpents, and if they shall drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay their hands upon the sick, and they shall recover. And you heard, as I said, in Acts, St. Peter, in the name of Jesus, healed the blind man. Christ says in the Gospel of John, If you ask the Father anything in my name, he will give it to you. And you'll notice that in the prayers of the church, we always end a prayer through Jesus Christ our Lord. So there's power to that name. And it makes sense even if we consider it on a human level, asking the Father for something in the Son's name, that's something that will move a human father. Invoking a father's love for his son to move him is effective. And Christ is telling us that it's effective also with God the Father and God the Son. The power of the name is also shown in the fact that the name of Jesus is what most powerfully protects us from the influence of the evil one. The name of Jesus is used over and over in the rite of exorcism. It is dangerous to engage the devil in one's own name because it's through the name of Jesus that we are protected. It is Jesus who conquered the evil one. It is Jesus who is the one through whom the universe was made and redeemed. So there's no other name that inspires terror so much in the evil one as the name of Jesus. So that name has power and has always been seen to have power. We see it in scripture and we see it in uh, the words of the saints. I'll give you a few of those. Saint Bernardine of Siena, 14th century saint says, was it not through the brilliance and sweet savor of his name that God called us into his marvelous light? St. Peter Chrysologus, 5th century saint, All who dwell in the heavens, those who abide upon the earth, and every one of those who are held in the depths of hell, bow down prostrate to this name. This is the name which gave sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, agility to the lame, speech to the mute, and life to the dead. The power of this name forced the mastery of the devil entirely from the bodies of the possessed. St. Lawrence Justinian, 14th century saint, if thou art bound down by sickness, if sorrows weary thee, if thou art trembling with fear, invoke the name of Jesus. St. Bernard of Clairvaux, 12th century saint. The sweet name of Jesus produces in us holy thoughts, fills the soul with noble sentiments, strengthens virtue, begets good works, and nourishes pure affection. All spiritual food leaves the soul dry if it not contain that penetrating oil, the name of Jesus. And more recently, Blessed John Henry Newman, 19th century saint. To holy people, the very name of Jesus is a name to feed upon, a name to transport. His name can raise the dead and transfigure and beautify the living. So again, consider it on a human level to make sense of it. You like hearing and saying the name of the one you love. A husband and wife or a man and woman engaged to be married love hearing and speaking the name of the other. Parents love hearing and saying the name of their children. 
So this is the kind of love that's expressed by using the name of Jesus. It's a very good spontaneous prayer to just say the name of Jesus, you know, with love and with longing. This is another habit we can get into, is of course saying it with reverence, as I mentioned before, never using it in vain. But when we do use it, use it with real affection, with real love. Just like we would if we were saying the name of someone here below that we really loved and desired. I'll conclude with the litany of the Most Holy Name of Jesus, a good prayer to say today or tomorrow, depending on when you celebrate this feast liturgically. The litany to the Most Holy Name of Jesus. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. God, the Father of heaven, have mercy on us. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy on us. God, the Holy Spirit, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Jesus, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Jesus, splendor of the Father, have mercy on us. Jesus, brightness of eternal light, have mercy on us. Jesus, King of glory, have mercy on us. Jesus, Son of justice, have mercy on us. Jesus, Son of the Virgin Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, most amiable, have mercy on us. Jesus, most admirable, have mercy on us. Jesus, the mighty God, have mercy on us. Jesus, Father of the world to come, have mercy on us. Jesus, angel of great counsel, have mercy on us. Jesus, most powerful, have mercy on us. Jesus, most patient, have mercy on us. Jesus, most obedient, have mercy on us. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, have mercy on us. Jesus, lover of chastity, have mercy on us. Jesus, our lover, have mercy on us. Jesus, God of peace, have mercy on us. Jesus, author of life, have mercy on us. Jesus, model of virtues, have mercy on us. Jesus, zealous for souls, have mercy on us. Jesus, our God, have mercy on us. Jesus, our refuge, have mercy on us. Jesus, father of the poor, have mercy on us. Jesus, treasure of the faithful, have mercy on us. Jesus, good shepherd, have mercy on us. Jesus, true light, have mercy on us. Jesus, eternal wisdom, have mercy on us. Jesus, infinite goodness, have mercy on us. Jesus, our way and our life, have mercy on us. Jesus, joy of the angels, have mercy on us. Jesus, king of the patriarchs, have mercy on us. Jesus, master of the apostles, have mercy on us. Jesus, teacher of the evangelists, have mercy on us. Jesus, strength of martyrs, have mercy on us. Jesus, light of confessors, have mercy on us. Jesus, purity of virgins, have mercy on us. Jesus, crown of all saints, have mercy on us. Be merciful, spare us, O Jesus. Be merciful, graciously spare us, O Jesus. From all evil, deliver us, O Jesus. From all sin, deliver us, O Jesus. From your wrath, deliver us, O Jesus. From the snares of the devil, deliver us, O Jesus. From the spirit of fornication, deliver us, O Jesus. From everlasting death, deliver us, O Jesus. From the neglect of your inspirations, deliver us, O Jesus. Through the mystery of your holy incarnation, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your nativity, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your infancy, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your most divine life, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your labors, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your agony and passion, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your cross and dereliction, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your sufferings, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your death and burial, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your resurrection, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your ascension, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your institution of the Most Holy Eucharist, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your joys, deliver us, O Jesus. Through your glory, deliver us, O Jesus. Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, spare us, O Jesus. Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, graciously hear us, O Jesus. Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us, O Jesus. Jesus, hear us. 
Jesus graciously hear us. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you have said, Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened to you. Mercifully attend to our supplications, and grant us the grace of your most divine love, that we have loved you with all our hearts and in all our words and actions, and never cease to praise you. Make us, O Lord, to have a perpetual fear and love of your holy name, for you never fail to govern those whom you establish in your love, you who live and reign forever and ever. Amen.